جزاكم الله خيرا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي ونسلم على رسوله الكريم وعلى اله واصحابه اجمعين اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يا ايها الذين امنوا ان تنصروا الله ينصركم ويثبت اقدامكم صدق الله العظيم the verse of the quran kareem that i recited is a verse from surah muhammad which is in the 26th juz of the quran kareem in this verse allah ta'ala addresses the believers ya ayyuhal ladina amanu a common form of address that appears in over 87 places about 87 places in the quran kareem and allah speaks to alladhina amanu those people who have iman what i want to highlight from this particular ayat and if you look at any ayat any verse in the quran kareem there are so many lessons that we can learn and the more allah taala gives the more knowledge allah taala gives people the more they can derive the more lessons they can derive from the quran kareem if you look at this allah starts the ayat ya ayyuhal ladina amanu so allah is speaking to the people of iman and at the end of the ayat allah allah speaks to the people of iman he gives a command and then allah gives the benefit or the outcome of that particular amal the outcome when you fulfill that amal what is the outcome allah says you thabbit aqdamakum so i'm going to the end of the ayat before we actually do the ayat so people can understand uh, that here is an amal that allah is commanding us to do something that allah wants us to do and like it is the habit of allah throughout the quran allah gives a command allah instructs us to do something allah advises us but allah also mentions the rewards the benefits uh, the the good consequences so that is important for us to realize uh, it's a way that we need to learn is something we need to learn when it comes to giving nasihat to people when it comes to instructing our children for example we need to make them aware what are the benefits of doing something you do this then you can do get that you behave in this manner the consequences will be good in this manner so allah says you thabbit aqdamakum he is going to when you do when you fulfill this particular amal when you fulfill this command of his he will plant your feet firmly yusabbit aqdamakum aqdam means your feet sabbata yusabbitu it means to put something firmly down allah will make your feet firm in other words he will make you stand firm he will make you steadfast so allah starts the ayat of what iman and then he says he will make you steadfast which means you will remain on that iman you will remain on that iman and today in today's world i think there is nothing more important than the preservation of our iman today we are exposed to so many things so many statements so many types of uh, intellectual ideas ideologies so many types of practices that all threaten the usurpation of our iman our iman will be usurped our iman will be destroyed the 
uh, environment we live in today, it threatens this particular uh, great danger of damage and uh, uh, causing disruption to Iman. So obviously we are looking at every possible way of how we can defend and strengthen and make our Iman strong and protect our Iman. Uh, I remember many years ago, we heard from one of the great, great awliya Allah of the century, Hazrat Mawlana Masihullah Rahmatullah He mentioned that most of us, we were born with Iman. So Allah gave that Iman to us. We didn't have to fight for it. We didn't have to strive for it. We did nothing. It was given to us on a plate. But he says, in spite of that, what the the command from Allah is, what our mandate is, that it is wajib for every Muslim to adopt means and measures to preserve and safeguard that Iman. The Iman that we have, it's wajib for us to protect it. So therefore, uh, if this is a wajib act, then definitely we are looking at ways and means that we can always be on our guard against anything that threatens to steal away our iman. Here yeah, Allah is telling us something. So Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladhina amunu, O people of iman, in tansurullaha yansurkum. If you will help Allah, yansurkum, then Allah will help you. If you will help Allah, then Allah Ta'ala will help you. Now what does this mean? How do we help Allah? In the first case, uh, does Allah need our help? Allah Ta'ala is not in need. Allah Allah is totally independent. He doesn't need anyone's help, let alone the creation. He created us. We are in need of Him. He doesn't need us. Like another verse in the Quran, Allah says, Wallahu al-ghaniyu wa antum al-fuqara. That Allah is ghani, Allah is wealthy, and you are the poor people. وَإِن تَتَوَلَّوا If you turn away from Allah, يَسْتَبْدِلْ قَوْمًا غَيْرَكُمْ He will just replace you with someone else. So we are indispensable. We, we are dispensable. We are not indispensable. We are dispensable. That means we can be done away with. Allah Ta'ala doesn't need us. So anyone who feels and who believes that, well, I am the person doing this, I am doing that, uh, we are doing this, we are protecting this. Remember, they can't boast about it. It is Allah's tawfiq that Allah gives you the ability to serve His deen. And tomorrow, Allah Ta'ala can take that ability away. Allah Ta'ala can take us away. So what does it mean in Tansurullah if you help Allah? So the meaning here is in Tansuru, the ulama in the tafsir, they write, it means if you help the deen of Allah. Now from here also we learn that the protection of, uh, firstly we say that the quran Karim in Tansur, if you help Allah, the quran Karim is saying if you help Allah, from this we learn that if you just read a translation of the Quran, you won't get the true meaning. Because the translation is, if you help Allah, Allah will help you. But any any individual <clears throat> who knows Allah, who has recognized Allah, will ask the question that how does a 
a weakling like ourselves, how do weakling like ourselves help Allah? We can't help Allah. We need Allah's help. So therefore, we need to, the, to look at the tafsir to understand the meaning of this particular ayat. And the tafsir clearly says, in tansuru deen Allah. If you help the deen of Allah, then Allah will help you. So that is one way of preserving our iman and establishing our feet firmly on deen. It is to help the deen. In other words, in a very common term we say, to serve the deen of Allah. So how do we serve the deen of Allah? Of course, uh, the explanation to this or the details of this can be quite lengthy. But briefly, I will explain that you do things that will promote the deen of Allah. You do things that will safeguard the deen of Allah, preserve it, promote it, and make it uh, to uh, it will make the deen of Allah firm and grounded in this in this world. Remember, Allah Ta'ala has got different ways of protecting His deen. If you look at the Quran Kareem, of course, the deen of Allah comes from the Quran. That's the very first source of deen. It is Quran Sharif. Uh, but that's not the only source. Our deen is based on Quran and Sunnah. The Sunnah of Rasulullah Sallallahu and the Quran, they go together. But the primary source of deen is the Holy Quran. Now, Allah has taken upon Himself to protect the Quran Kareem, but Allah does it in different ways. What we need to do is to make an intention and to make the effort. We can't just intend something and then not make any effort. I mean, if a person wants to, let's say, person wants to get married, for example, so your intention is there, I want to get married, I want to get married, but you don't make any effort, you don't look for any girl, you don't propose, you don't save up money, you don't make the effort to arrange a wedding. So obviously, nothing will eventuate from just a mere intention. So you can say, no, I want to protect the deen, I want to serve the deen, but you're not doing anything. One of the greatest ways that we as Muslims can serve the deen, we can protect the deen, it is by actively practicing that deen within our circles. We don't need to go very far. We don't need to say, well, let's look at the global Muslim community and see what we can do to help people overseas, to help people in this country, that country. Our starting point will be within our community. In fact, within our family, within our community, to do things practically, actively, that will uh, promote the deen of Allah. That is one way. As I said, there are many details and many ways of uh, serving and helping the deen of Allah. Uh, we don't have time to go into so many details, but something that is very comprehensive, something that is concise and effective, it is by every person taking upon himself this responsibility of practicing his deen, doing things that will show people that I am a practicing Muslim. It starts from the family, the household, the domestic uh, environment, outside your family, with your neighbors, with, uh, in your, the suburb where you're staying, where you, where you practice deen, you promote the practices of deen where you can, 
of course, we can't just go to anyone, to any, to all in sundry and say, you must do this, do that. But where we can, to encourage people to practice the amal of deen. The second thing is not to do things that will bring the deen into disrepute or things that will displease, that will bring the displeasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if something like that happens, then immediately we resort to tawbah, we run to onto the musalla, and we ask Allah for forgiveness, and especially things that are of a public nature. You have two types of amal. You have, uh, firstly, uh, a Muslim's personal private amal. There too, one has to uh, work hard to serve Allah, to make to to ensure that you are promoting the deen, practicing the deen within your own self. Then you have uh, those types of actions that are in public, whether it is in front of neighbors, whether it is in the masjid, whether it is in front of uh, the Muslim community. There too, it's a Muslim's duty to do things that will uh, enhance the deen and not bring the deen into disrepute. And for this reason, I always advise people, especially our business people, that when you're doing dealings with non-Muslims, you're interacting with them, you need to show good akhlaq, you know, need to show uh, honesty, you need to show good integrity. So that also, it enhances the deen. Tomorrow people mustn't say that, look how these Muslim people are behaving. So helping the deen of Allah, helping Allah means assisting the deen of Allah, promoting the deen, preserving the deen, and that comes through our own actions. There are many other ways, again, I repeat, but the first prim- primary uh, method of uh, assisting the deen of Allah, it is by practicing the deen ourselves and promoting that practice among our families, among our communities, and also to desist from those a'mal that will bring the deen into disrepute and those actions that will threaten the iman of of people. And I do understand that in the environment we're living, there are major challenges. There are major challenges, like uh, I'll just give an example of uh, a, a few common questions that I get from uh, uh, university goers, some school goers, uh, that... You know, there are certain things that take place in the university environment. Now, if we don't take participate, uh, then uh, we don't know what the reaction will be from our non-Muslim counterparts. So my advice to them is that your first objective is to please Allah and to promote the deen. You can't take part in something and uh, that thing happens to be uh, something against the deen of Islam. Tomorrow people are going to say, well, uh, you're thinking now, you're worried about what the non-Muslim will say, but I guarantee you that same non-Muslim will turn around and say, well, these are not proper Muslims because they're taking part in this and they're taking part in that, so they can't be really strong on their deen. People will respect you when you are firm on your deen. Obviously, it doesn't mean that you've got to be, uh, you've got to be rude to people. Akhlaq is important. Nabi Wasallam was firm on his deen, but... He he showed good akhlaq. So when it came to, uh, let's say, refusing something, 
something that is against the deen of Allah. He did it, but he did it with dignity and respect, and very clearly that I've been commanded by Allah to do this, and I cannot uh, accept this, I cannot participate in this. So there are challenges, but inshallah, if we are sincere and we make our intention firmly that we want to please Allah and promote the deen of Allah, you find Allah will make the challenges uh, just uh, water away, it will just wither away, and we'll overcome all these hurdles. So remember again, Ya ladina amanu, O people of Iman, in Tansurullah, if you will help the deen of Allah, Yansurukum, Allah will help you. Then we'll get the Nusrat and the help of Allah. Wa yusabbit aqadamakum, and Allah will make you firm on deen. He will establish you, and He will plant your feet firmly on the path of Haq, the path of Sirat al-Mustaqim, on Iman. And uh, that, of course, is what we ultimately want to be in the position we would like to when we leave this world. So we make dua to Allah Ta'ala, grant us all the strength to serve His deen, and Allah make us firm on our deen right to the very last moments of our lives. Ameen. Wa akhiru da'wan. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.